far as Thursday MLB slates go, this is about as good as it gets. It's the Sportsline DFS podcast. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. Mike, we've got Coors Field. We've got bad, bad, bad starting pitchers. This is going to be a fun night. Very, very fun night. Uh, you mentioned a lot of bad starting pitchers. There's some guys that are good starting pitchers that I think are going to be bad starting pitchers tonight. Uh, so I'm very, very excited to talk about the slate. Yeah, I think the very first thing I want to start with is a uh, a segment that we did a while back, but I think it will be relevant tonight. With the game at Coors, with all the expensive hitters that we want to get in our lineup, we are going to need some values. I have four hitters under tw- or 2,500 or less on FanDuel that I think are fantastic values, assuming they're all in the lineup tonight. The first one being Derek Dietrich, 2,300, going up against Mike Fultonevich. He is kind of a BVP all-star. That's not why. Fulte has really struggled against lefties in his career. Colton Wong at 2,400 against Jordan Lyles. That's right. Jordan Lyles in the major leagues making an appearance terrible against lefties. And speaking of terrible against lefties, there may be no pitcher that is worse against lefties than Chris Tillman. I like Lucas Duda a lot at 2,500. I like John Jay a lot also at 2,500. I like basically any Kansas City Royal. They are implied to score 5.3 runs tonight. I still think with the game at Coors and with all the other bad pitchers, they might be a little bit of a contrarian stack if you want to stack four or five of them, depending on the site. Just listen to these numbers. Chris Tillman has faced 261 left-handed hitters since the start of last year. He's walked 47 of them. He struck out 28 of them. That's bad. That's really that bad. That is not good. They have a 349, 471, 580 slash line against him. Wow. Chris Tillman is awful. Chris Tillman is awful. And this is a good hitting environment. Uh, though, you know, warm wind is blowing out to right a little bit. Uh, might reach double digits on the wind there. High humidity. Uh, the ball will definitely be flying there, so I'm definitely with you on picking on Chris Tillman tonight with the left-handed Royals. We're going to talk a lot about left-handed Royals because I think third base, picking the right third baseman, especially on DraftKings where you can only play one of them, is going to be key, and there are three of them in just incredible spots. But we'll get to that when we get to the hitters. Royals and Orioles, the two both tied for second in terms of implied run total today at 5.3 runs. I like the Royal side of that a lot more than I do the Orioles. The Rockies, the top stack of the night, 6.4 runs implied. Also in Colorado, the Brewers at 5.2 runs. Mike, do you agree with there being that much difference between the Rockies offense and the Brewers offense? Uh, I don't agree with there being that much difference. Uh, I do think that the number on the Rockies is right, though. I, I'm a little shocked that the total in this game isn't 12 or higher with these two pitchers playing. Uh, the thing that's key here in Colorado, it's really the first warm game that we've seen at Coors Field this year. Uh, you know, I've mentioned it at other times and it obviously hasn't worked out there, but the weather difference and the hitting conditions, the difference in Colorado tonight is still significantly better than any other park. Um, and I, like I said, I think that the total in this game should be at least 12, uh, and both teams should be applied for at least six runs. The Blue Jays and Yankees also over five runs at 5.1 runs. I assume Eduardo Rodriguez, one of those kind of good pitchers that you expect is going to be bad tonight. 
Uh, yes, he is one of the pitchers that I think that is, uh, he's a good pitcher overall, but I have no interest in using him tonight. Uh, we do have a little bit of weather concern in that game though. It is projected for some rain. So that's really the one spot that we'll have to watch out for tonight. All right. We'll keep an eye on that and we're going to go through, we're going to build a couple of lineups, one on FanDuel, one on DraftKings. But I always tell you this, you should go to sportsline.com about 15 to 30 minutes before lock, get Mike's optimal lineup, get my contrarian lineup. And you can subscribe for just $1 for the first month with the promo code DFS podcast. Now, the thing about Sportsline is you don't just get our lineups. Our lineups would be worth the price alone, but you don't just get those. You also get great picks. And David Kelly has been as good as anyone, 31 and 11 on picks involving the Nashville Predators. And he just released a pick for game seven tonight. So go to sportsline.com, use the promo code DFS podcast. You'll get that first month for just $1 and get David's pick on tonight's game. Let's talk some BVP, Mike. You were so excited via text last night that BVP had been proven wrong. BVP doesn't exist. Uh, I guess I will be okay with having a segment still, but it doesn't exist after last night with Julio and Rick Porcello. Okay, BVP does still exist. You can say it has no predictive value. I'm fine with that. But it is actually factually true that Nelson Cruz has an 11-16 OPS in 24 plate appearances against Jay Happ. The weird part is he's never donged off of him. That is weird. Uh, what is Nelson Cruz OPS versus left-handed pitching in general? I don't have that number. Mike Moustakas, 1037 OPS, one dong in 17 plate appearances against Chris Tillman. Justin Bohr, eight for 14 with two dongs off Mike Fultonevich. Love Boar's price on DraftKings tonight. I don't like him as much on FanDuel. He's $700 more than Lucas Duda. I'm not sure he's a better play there. And then Salvador Perez, 6 for 16 with a dong off Chris Tillman on the other side. You might be thinking, yes, CC Sabathia has been good so far this year. He's going to get rocked by the Red Sox tonight, though. Hand Ram, 22 for 22 off CC Sabathia. Xander Bogarts, four for 28. And then we talked about Fulte and his struggles with lefties. He's pretty good against righties, though. JT Realmuto, three of 15 off Fultonovich. Wow. That's, uh, that's interesting that you mentioned the CC Sabathia. Uh, I actually, you know, my data here is telling me that CC might be an interesting tournament play tonight. Um, looking at some of the metrics that I value, he's standing out as one of the best on the slate. That is outstanding. I know Adam Azer is just so excited to hear that. He's not listening right now, but if he was, he would be so excited to hear that CC Sabathia is a top player. I'm listening. I'll be at the game. So, yeah, you know, go CC. Go CC. Dong Chasers time. Nobody caught a dong last night. That's two days in a row with no dongs from the Dong Chasers contest. Mike's still in first place at 1440. Chris in second at 1371. I'm in third at 1320. And Adam is in next to last because Scott White will perpetually be in last place. Adam at 992. I do still have honors. My dong train still carrying over. I'm going with Moose. I'm taking the Moose dong. 4,500 against Chris Tillman. How does this make you feel, Mike? Because you know that when you build our lineups, we just lock in whoever I've picked for dong chasers. We lock in whoever you've picked for dong chasers. I have just basically told you, we're not playing Nolan Arenado or Travis Shaw on DraftKings. I, yeah, it's not a comfortable feeling. Look, I love Moose tonight. I will be playing Mustakis in 
a couple lineups for sure. Uh, but yeah, you, and there's another guy you didn't even mention that I like at third a lot too, and that's Josh Donaldson. Uh, I know he's been cold, but I still like him there. Third base is absolutely loaded, but I do like Moose. He will be one of the lower owned out of those four. Oh, I would assume he's going to be much lower owned than Arenado or Shaw. Yeah, I, look, Arenado and Shaw will certainly be the chalk there. So I, I do like that Donk Chasers pick. Uh, we'll get plenty of exposure to the chalk players elsewhere. Uh, for my pick, I'm going to go with Ryan Braun. Uh, a lot of times you think we want to take a left-handed hitter here against the righty, but I am a believer in the reverse splits from Marquez here. I know that you are not. I hate reverse splits. Well, I'm going to hit you with some knowledge on the reverse splits. He still has a career 363 Woba allowed, 1.83 home runs per nine innings, two right-handed batters. Uh, he has been significantly worse against right-handed batters in terms of allowing power. I like Ryan Braun a lot here. I'm going to put him in every lineup. You know who's not going to like that? Who's that? Chris, Chris Towers, because he chose Travis Shaw as his dong chaser's pick. What is up with Braun's price on FanDuel? Just 3700 yeah, I mean, look, the, you you got to play him there. 3,700, I don't see any scenario in which you're fading Ryan Braun at Coors Field in this matchup. On DraftKings, he's eligible at first base, and he's eligible in the outfield. Are there too many first basemen tonight? Would you rather play him in the outfield? Uh, I'd probably play him in the outfield, but it you know it really just kind of depends on the way lineups come out and, and what we're doing with starting pitching and everything there. But the, the good news is, is that you've got a number of spots that you can play him there, so there's really no reason to not get him in, I think. He will be in our lineup, and then Adam Azer is going to the game, and he's going to be a homer on us and take Giancarlo Stanton at 5,100. Actually, it's Stanton against a lefty. It's almost an auto-dong. Uh, yeah, it's pretty close to an auto-dong. The only problem for me is you know, the, the price point a little bit. I still am going to prioritize Coors Field when I can here, but I, uh, I do like Giancarlo Stanton a lot tonight. He rates very, very well for me. Let's move on to starting pitchers, and if you look at the DraftKings starting pitcher pricing, you will see at the very top, J-Hap. Directly below yep. him, you will see Walker Bueller, and you're going to see those two names, and you're going to think, wait, those are the two best pitchers on the slate? There must not be any good pitchers. There's no aces on this slate? And then there's Zach Greinke, cheaper than both Bueller and Hap, and I still don't think he'll be the chuck. I don't know if he'll be the chalk or not, but that's where one of my uh, starting pitching hot takes for the day will come in. I don't plan to use Zach Greinke at all tonight. I have no interest in using Zach Greinke, and I plan on using a pitcher that is priced exactly the same as him on DraftKings that does not have near the name recognition, and that is Miles Michaelis. Yes, Miles Michaelis is also my number one starting pitcher of the night. Uh, great park shift for him. Uh, not that the park is bad in St. Louis, but it's obviously great at Petco. Uh, great lineup for him to face. So I am with you. Michaelis is the clear number one starting pitcher on this slate. Going to use him on FanDuel and DraftKings. We'll look for a second starting pitcher in a moment. I'm going to tell you my contrarian starting pitcher, and you're probably going to hate it because of the hitting environment, because this is a pitcher that is getting a huge negative park shift bump. But, hey, I'm looking for contrarian here. So I'm going to go with Ian Kennedy. The Baltimore Orioles have the second lowest WOBA in baseball versus right-handed pitchers. They have the third lowest weighted run created versus righties. They have the fourth highest strikeout rate against right-handed pitchers. I know it's a terrible environment, but I think the Royals might score 12 runs tonight, and Kennedy just has to get through five to get the W. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't love it. Um, I, I totally get it. 
if I'm playing a bunch of lineups, I might use an Ian Kennedy lineup. I also will probably have a Baltimore Orioles stack in there. Uh, but I, I don't hate it. Okay. I'll, t- I'll take, I don't hate it. That's, that's better than what I expected. I expected to be ridiculed. There are other cheap starting pitchers on this slate. I think my two favorites, and I talked about Justin Bohr and Derek Dietrich, but I still think Mike Fultonevich is a pretty decent option for as cheap as he is in a good park against a bad lineup. And then Malley. I think Malley going up against the Dodgers without Corey Seager would be my other favorite cheap pitcher. Are there any cheap options that you really like on the slate? Uh, yeah, you're going to hate this one, though. I, I know for a fact that you're absolutely going to hate that I want to use Jordan Lyles on DraftKings paired with Michaelis. Uh, why? Well, it's his first start of the season. He's been pitching out of the bullpen here. Uh, he hasn't been terrible out of the bullpen. Uh, it's just a really good pitching environment for him. The Cardinals, they're decent, but they're not great. Um, you know, you put him in this park. Just looking at the other pitchers on the slate, I have to pay up a lot to get to some of these other guys that, you know, could have good upside. And I certainly like him more than Chris Tillman. I like him more than Mike Leake. I'm not going to play Marquez or Chassin at Coors Field. Um, so if you're not playing Ian Kennedy, I think that Jordan Lyles at 4,200 makes the most sense. And then you literally grab any other hitter you want on the slate. This makes me really nervous, but Julio Tehran made me really nervous. He was awesome last night. So yeah, I'm just giving you this one. I'm not even going to argue. I think Jordan Lyles is really pretty terrible, but I'm going to go ahead and plug him in. It's going to take away maybe my favorite second bay play, base play on DraftKings, but We'll discuss that in just a moment. Catcher's awful tonight. There are no catchers that I want to play. I'm okay with playing Salvi. That's it. Yeah, for me, it's Salvador Perez and then Manny Pena. Uh, you know, he's probably going to be in the lineup for the Milwaukee Brewers. At 3,100, I think, makes sense. Uh, sometimes he gets to hit as high as sixth in the order. Um, if that happens tonight, I think he's pretty clearly the guy you want, just in terms of maximizing plate appearances. So... Okay, I'm going to plug Salvi into the lineup because we're already playing Jordan Lyles. I don't think the, the benefit of playing Jordan Lyles is we don't have to worry about how much someone costs. So Correct. if we're assuming everyone costs the same, Salvi's my favorite option at first base. I have several options here that I really like. Uh, most of them are cheapish though. So I don't know if we really need it on DraftKings. We might, these might be more fan duel type plays. I really like Bohr. He's well, I don't think anybody's going to own him. He owns Fultonevich. Mostly Fulton Evich is bad against lefties, and he's great against righties. I like Lucas Duda on both sides. I like Justin Smoke quite a bit against Mike Leake, and I think Cody Bellinger is a good play as well. Yeah, all those guys you mentioned are great. Uh, very, very deep at the position tonight. I think Lucas Duda is probably going to be my favorite. Um, you know, Certainly on FanDuel, Lucas Duda is the guy that you're going to want. But even at 3,400 against Tillman, I am 100% with you. And knowing that we've already got Salvi in the lineup, and Mustakis, I, I love having the heart of that Royals lineup uh, in the same lineup here. So I would probably vote for Lucas Duda. All right, so we've got Mustakis, Salvi, and Duda. We're building ourselves a Royal stack with Jordan Lyles. What this, could go wrong? There is nothing at all that could go wrong with this. At second base, I really, really like Matt Carpenter on DraftKings going up against Jordan Lyles, who's been awful against lefties. Carpenter just 3,700. But on a slate this size with this many good hitters, can we really play Carpenter and Lyles together on DraftKings? 
Uh, I, pro- I I don't recommend playing them together. So look, if you're not going to build a Jordan Lyles lineup, Matt Carpenter is clearly the guy that you're going to want because if you're not building a Lyles lineup, you're going to need to save some money. Uh, so I do like Matt Carpenter. Uh, I don't recommend playing them both in the same lineup on this big of a slate. At second base, I, I mentioned that I really like Colton Wong on FanDuel just for the savings, but again, the same situation going up against Lyles. You have to make sure Wong's in the lineup as well. I, I don't really love the middle infield. Witt and VR, I guess, are both fine options. You could pay up for LeMayhew if you want to. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you've got the salary, I think that it makes sense to pay up for DJ LeMayhew, but you mentioned the other two. Uh, Whit Merrifield and Jonathan VR are right next in line. Um, and really the only guys that I'm considering up there. So it's either going to turn into a real Royal stack with Merrifield, or you're going to pay up and get some Coors Field exposure with DJ LeMahieu. We've already locked Mike Moustakas into both of our show lineups because he is my dong chasers pick, but give us who your top three third baseman would be on this slate if you didn't have to worry about price or who I picked in dong chasers. All right, so number one, I mean, we've already mentioned him there. It's I basically want to give the top four, but it's Arenado, Donaldson, Moustakas, Shaw. Uh, that's how I have them ranked. It's very, very close. Uh, Arenado is the clear number one. And then after those three, Donaldson, Moustakas, Shaw, it's a pretty much a coin flip for me. Um, I will probably be focused on Moustakas and Shaw, uh, just taking advantage of guys with the platoon advantage, you know, in their matchups. Um, but Donaldson is the one that not having any Donaldson exposure kind of scares me tonight against Mike Leak. I, I understand that completely. Is this a position where this is you're, trying to pull your utility from the third baseman? Uh, yeah, if I've got the salary available, I'm going to try to play two of these guys tonight. On FanDuel, Arenado, $5,200. He's going to be hard to fit in. Shaw, 4100 Donaldson all the way down at 3800 I think with the start that we've got here, we probably need to lean more towards Donaldson. We get to shortstop, and man, it's just, you want to just play Manny Machado, because you're scared of everyone else. Yeah, it is. Uh, shortstop is not not pretty tonight. Um, you know, I mean, look, I, I like Trevor Story still. The, you know, the price point isn't exactly isn't exactly favorable for that. Um, but man, that we can maybe wait until the Brewers lineup comes out and play Orlando Arcia. Uh, but shortstop is not pretty after Manny Machado or Trevor Story tonight. We can pretty easily play Machado on DraftKings. You prefer him over Story tonight? It's really, really close. I have Trevor Story in initially just because my model likes to get exposure to these Coors Field situations when possible. Um, but I, I like them both, honestly. I'll be using both, you know, where I can. This, there's only $300 difference, so I can pretty much use them interchangeably. And then in the outfield, I, I like all of the Royals outfielders. I like Charlie Blackman and Ryan Braun. Stanton and J.D. Martinez both have lefties. So does Nelson Cruz. On DraftKings, we've only got two lineup spots left. And we can almost play whoever we want. We started off with Miles Michaelis, Jordan Lyles, Salvador Perez, Lucas Duda, D.J. LeMahieu, Mike Moustakas, Trevor Story, Ryan Braun. We have 49.50 remaining for our final two outfield spots. I don't think we're playing Mookie Betts or Mike Trout, or Bryce Harper. So it basically comes down to, is Blackman your top option? Uh, yeah, Blackman is the top option in the outfield for me if we have the salary to do so. And I, I do think that we we do have the salary to get him, so I, I think Blackman is the guy. And that leaves 4400 for the last outfield spot. 
That's kind of a weird place. Jorge Soler is 4,200. I don't think you probably want to do that. Is this a situation where now we're thinking we might want to drop down to Manny Pena at catcher, or do you want to play Nelson Cruz at 4,100 against Hap? Uh, I'd probably drop down to Manny Pena at catcher at this point. Well, that's what I'm going to do then. Manny Pena, 3,100, leaves 5,200 for your outfield spot, and that is just enough to get Giancarlo Stanton against the lefty. You prefer him over J.D. Martinez? Uh, yes, I prefer Giancarlo Stanton over J.D. Martinez. Uh, so how I would do this here is I would go Stanton number one, and then number two choice, I would drop all the way down to Christian Yelich. Okay, so we've got M- Michaelis, Lyles, Pena, Duda, LeMahieu, Moustakas, Story, Braun, Blackman, and Stanton. A Royals stack, a Coors stack, and Giancarlo Stanton against a lefty. This is beautiful. We don't have near that much money on FanDuel. That's not We're not playing Jordan Lyles on FanDuel. You might have some Jordan Lyles lineups on FanDuel tonight. I probably will not. We started off with Michaelis, Duda, LeMahieu, Moustakas. We've got Ryan Braun in the outfield. We have Josh Donaldson at utility. We have 29-33 remaining. We have two outfield spots and a shortstop. I think the first thing we should do is put in one of those punt outfielders. Do you prefer John Jay or Derek Dietrich tonight? Uh, I prefer John Jay, uh, just the way he's been able to get on base this season. I think he should have some success against Chris Tillman here. Uh, again, we're maximizing plate appearances in a really nice hitting environment. So I'll go with John Jay. Still, still a tough spot. You can play Trevor Story in this lineup and that will leave you with 2200 for your last outfield spot. But is there even a cheaper shortstop that you're looking at? Uh, there, there's really not at this point in the day. I don't, you know, I, I need to see a lineup. I, you know, if Orlando Arcia is in the lineup, I think that he's your punt option. Uh, but it, at 3000, you know, he's not like what you're used to seeing as a punt. He's not a true, like minimum price player here. So 2200 for an outfielder. Woof is the only word that I can say. There will be someone, I'm sure, that's in a lineup. I'm not sure if there's going to be anyone that's in a good lineup spot. Is this a situation where maybe we should look at downgrading from Donaldson at utility so that we can have a little bit more balanced approach? Uh, yeah, I think that that's probably what we're going to end up doing at this point. And then knowing that if we do get a $2,200 outfield in a good spot, you can switch back later in the day. Uh, but for now, I would drop Donaldson. So who is your favorite outfielder in the $3,000 range? Um, my favorite outfielder in the $3,000 range, man, there's, there's a few that I, that I like at this point. You know, we're only saving 200 from the Donaldson situation, but I do think Lorenzo Kane is too cheap at 3,600. Um, it's well, just a the, matter. The, the nice thing about, do, the nice thing about doing that is you've opened up the utility. So now we're not looking for a $2,200 outfielder. We're looking for a $2,400 player playing any position, and that's a much easier proposition. Uh, yes, it is, especially since Derek Dietrich is only 2300 I think it makes a lot of sense to get him and Jay both in there. Uh, that way you don't have to make that decision, and that finishes that lineup. So the FanDuel lineup is Michaelis, Duda, LeMahieu, Moustakas, Story, Jay, Kane, Braun, and Dietrich. That is not quite as contrarian as what we've built over on DraftKings. That may be a little bit common, but... I like it. I think I think having that much exposure to cores and just hoping neither of the third basemen go off is a little bit contrarian. Oh, I certainly think it'll be contrarian. Uh, you know, when we get Mustakis in there like that, 
I don't think anybody's really going to have this kind of a lineup construction because you're, you're right. Everyone's going to try to at least get Travis Shaw, uh, same price as Moustakis there. So I like this lineup. I do think it's contrarian enough. That's going to do it for the Thursday edition of the Sportsline DFS podcast. We'll be back on Friday with a full Friday slate and more fours actually.